As for me, give me mojo or give me death. Mojo 5 Failure is not an option. What difference at this point does it make? Nobody said it was going to be fun. This is Real Talk, a fearless, poignant, and intrepid show where truth speaks louder than words. This is Real Talk with your host, Audrey Rousseau. It happened before, it will happen again. It's just a question of when. Time's a luxury we don't have. Hey and welcome. This is Real Talk and I'm your host Audrey Russo and this is where the best in the arts and culture get it right. Besides me singing on the intro there, that was Toby Mac with Unstoppable. And we have three Fabu guests for you. Best-selling author and founder of Stand Up America U.S. Foundation, Major General Paul Vallely will be with us. Plus, senior reporter for CBN News, Dale Hurd will be here. And best-selling author of A Few Bad Men, Major Fred Galvin will be back with us. But first, we are a proud part of the new Mojo 5.0 radio network. After the show, just go to mojo50.com to check out the schedule and the awesome shows and hosts on Mojo 5.0 radio. You can also find us on several radio stations, including WDDQ Talk 92.1, WLBB in Georgia, and WJHC, as well as iHeartRadio and iTunes, where you can find us there as Real Talk with Audrey Russo. Click subscribe and you'll never miss an episode. And all these are listed on the live show page on the left side of the page. And of course, we can be found every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Just go to AudreyRusso.com and click on the on-air button, and that will take you to the show. And my after show, with all the links and contacts for the guests, is right there on that page under the show description. Also, check out our action links, which are under the show description. We always have great info and downloads for you. Uh, you may have not found in your search for the truth. We want to make sure that you have them. Also, join us on our Real Talk Radio channel on Telegram. We put out an enormous amount of info throughout the day. And join us on our Real Talk Radio channel chat on Telegram where you yourself can share with us what you found in your search for truth. And we'll make sure others see it as well. Well, fellow chumps, fellow deplorables, we just like to call you patriots. 
Don't practice political correctness. It's self-imposing censorship. Actually, it's cultural Marxism. No one at this point can force you to censor your own language. It's your constitutionally protected speech. The left has been capitalizing on your obedience to them. Yeah, that's right. You've been obeying them. They tell you to shut up or change your language, and you do it. Why are you doing that? Look, political correctness is nothing new. In the 1880s, George MacDonald, who, by the way, influenced C.S. Lewis, said, the two pillars of political correctness are, one, willful ignorance, and two, a steadfast refusal to face the truth. Well, our founders knew this. They were prescient men. George Washington once said, if the freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent, we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. And I want you to notice, uh, I've, I've mentioned this before, but it's worth mentioning again. He said, if the freedom of speech is taken away, well, when you practice political correctness, you are giving your free speech rights away. Why would you do that? And as my friend and comedian Brad Stein has said numerous times, how do you stop political correctness? Well, it's pretty simple. You just stop doing it. You stop doing it. You take the first step. Everyone is waiting for someone to step out and do the right thing. You be that person. You step out and stop practicing political correctness. Believe me, other Americans will follow. Well, Mr. P, would you drop a little knowledge in our brain box? You know, when it comes to political correctness, you just got to get a spine. I say it all the time on the show. Listen, political correctness is the opiate of the coward. It's no good for you, and it's no good for America. Yeah, it is no good for America. Again, political correctness is the opiate of the coward. Don't engage in it. Which, by the way, talking about America, is the very epicenter of freedom and liberty for the entire world. I say that on every single broadcast, and do you know why? Because it's true. Yeah, America is the world's beacon of freedom and liberty. And when you fiercely and steadfastly defend our great constitutional republic, and it is great, that does not make you a racist. It doesn't make you a racist. Do not listen to the lies. Do not listen to the false narratives. I'm going to tell you what it makes you. It makes you a culturist. Yeah, a culturist. And just what is a culturist? Well, I'm going to tell you as I say it and tell it on every single broadcast. That is someone that fiercely, steadfastly, and loyally defends his culture. And guess what? And this is the biggest part. Makes absolutely no apologies for it. Doesn't apologize. Doesn't backpedal. Absolutely no apologies. And why should we defend our culture? Because it has lifted more people out of the cesspool of misery, poverty, and privation, and has freed more people from the jackboot of tyranny than any other culture in the history of mankind. And that is a fact. Look it up. Look it up and see what America has done 
for other countries. What America has done for the world, it is a force for good. Not perfect, but a force for good. And again, that is a fact. So you know what? you got to get out there and defend it. Defend our culture. Defend our nation. Defend our flag. And more importantly, what it represents. Because if you don't get out there and do it, if I don't get out there and do it, there's going to be nothing left to defend. And just a reminder, just a reminder, under our historic and incredible Constitution, and it is historic and incredible, we have the God-given right, Yes, the God-given right of something called free speech. So as always, I intend to exercise that right by giving you truth-based opinion, commentary, and analysis that will never, ever, ever pander to nor appease the sinister left and their rabid lapdogs that currently pollute our political landscape. So here's today's free speech on top Commentary. I have stated many times on this very show that our nation has been hijacked by political thugs and their brain-dead minions. Make no mistake, Joe Biden is a thug, and his cabinet is a gaggle of brain-dead wannabes that couldn't run bingo night at the local senior center. While our geopolitical enemy, China, is busy hardening its military, and expanding its influence throughout the world, including South America. Our very own Secretary of the Army is busy taking another hit from the bong of wokeism. Yes, just last week, the Army's top civilian, Christine Wormuth, announced that the Army will make fighting climate change its number one priority. Imagine, in a world that is growing more ominous and increasingly hostile toward America, our Army's number one priority will be combating cow farts. Wormuth bragged on social media that her priority is showing resiliency in the face of climate change. She also boasted that the Army now has one of the biggest floating solar arrays in the country. Wow. I'm sure her latest offerings on social media have sent shockwaves through the CCP, causing it to abandon any plans to invade Taiwan. After all, wouldn't you fear an army that's trained to fight flatulence and charcoal barbecue emissions? But none of this should come as a surprise to any of us paying attention. After all, when a country is being led by godless ghouls that push a morally vacuous agenda, bad things are going to happen. And that includes the decline, if not total evisceration, of our nation's military readiness. Remember, the regime is being led by a thug that not only raised a criminal that was kicked out of the military for drug abuse, but also showered with his own teenage daughter. Need I remind you, of what that thug said just last week, that opposing the sexual mutilation of children is a sin. Let me read that one more time to you. That opposing the sexual mutilation of children is a sin. Imagine that. Protecting children from the woke mob and its lust for surgically mutilating children is a sin. Look, we the people need to take back our nation. We need to repent 
return to godly principles, rally around the Constitution, and get involved. The 2024 election just might be our last stand. And that's today's Free Speech Untapped commentary. So let me leave you with my usual parting thoughts. The Constitution is not there to protect the tenuous feelings of snowflakes, unhinged talking heads on CNN, trans-friendly school boards, nor nor a treasonous regime that stole an election, and you know what? It's currently destroying our country. Again, currently destroying our country. It's obvious to see. Instead, it is a bulwark, a bulwark to protect speech that is not popular in certain segments and political precincts of our culture. That's what the Constitution is when it comes to free speech. It protects speech that is not popular. Again, it is not there to protect tenuous and fragile feelings. So you know what? You got to get out there and speak your mind and remember to support your local gun shops and ranges. And let me say this parenthetically, as I always do, joining the NRA isn't enough. Purchase a firearm, get some training, learn how to use it. Because without the Second Amendment, we are just serfs ruled by kings. Well, thank you, Mr. P. Many of us have been lied to on what socialism actually is. So let's get it directly from Vladimir Lenin, who said, the goal of socialism is communism. In other words, socialism is communism's bait. More people have died under communism than any other ideology to date. And that includes today. People are still dying under communism. The media just doesn't pick that up. And to clarify between terms, Marxism is the framework and communism is the practice. So communism is the practical implementation of Marxism. And if you're truly grateful for those who have laid down their lives to keep you and I free, and when I say laid down their lives, they gave everything up everything, their hopes, their dreams, so that you and I could remain free, then don't give that freedom away to the false promises of a socialist system. And don't give that freedom away for a false promise of safety. It will be like trampling on the blood of those patriots. So don't buy the lie of socialism. It's non-refundable. You can't just bring it home, try it on, and if you don't like it, return it. It's non-refundable, and it will eventually kill you. Make no mistake, those who want to take away your freedom will lie to you about any tyrannical ideology like socialism because they know once you give up your personal freedom, you're done. Now notice I said those who want to take away your freedom... Their freedom will not be taken away. Those in authority will have all the freedom, but you will be under their jackboot. They will give and take freedom at will. That is what happened under the king and the exact reason our founders fought to give us the liberties we now enjoy. Our republic is ruled by the people, not by a president or congress member or governor, or mayor. We the people rule ourselves. 
The moment we forget that is the moment we are doomed. Now, one of our brilliant founders, and of course they were all brilliant, but one of our brilliant founders, Benjamin Franklin, said after signing the Declaration of Independence, he said, if we do not hang together, we shall surely hang separately. And we just want to say we're glad you came to hang with us. The count of the lie for this week is the government demonized early protocols telling us it was dangerous or poison, HCQ and ivermectin, in favor of an experimental jab and said it would be 100% safe and effective. Well, that was a lie, and here's why. As a result, lives were lost that could have been saved very early on. Here's a clip of Dr. Ben Carson on the villainization of HCQ and ivermectin. Well, it's kind of difficult to understand any rationale for why they're so resistant to allowing the truth to come out that the Chinese were responsible. Uh, sometimes it makes you wonder if, if somebody owes something to the Chinese or if the Chinese have something on someone. But, you know, the fact of the matter is there's been so much subterfuge around the whole COVID issue. Uh, this is only just one small aspect of it. But there have been many of us who have been talking from the beginning about what this really is and how it should be managed. You know, you remember in the beginning, there was a great amount of emphasis on getting rid of anything else other than the vaccine. Mm. Uh, They were just villainized. The hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, ceratavir, all these things. It's just terrible stuff. You can't do it. And yet, we now know that those things could have saved many, many lives, people yeah. who died unnecessarily. And then the way that doctors and scientists were silenced who didn't agree, the ones who said that uh, the, the theory of where it originated was anything other than what the government said were misinformation uh, providers yeah. and should be shut down. And big media, the FBI, all these people colluded in doing this. Why were they doing that? That is a huge question, and I hope Congress will investigate it. If the medical profession wants the trust of patients again, they must return to pre-COVID protocols on individual treatment and respect for each patient. If they do not, the trust will never return, and it will be tragic for our healthcare system. They need to shake off Big Pharma's control and return to doctor-patient relationships. Now, after a week of things like Jill Biden handing a Woman of Courage Award to a man in a dress and Drew Barrymore kneeling at the feet of a man in a dress, I have to say something. We have become not just a clownish culture, but a twisted and cruel horde Men pretending to be women outside of the comedy realm is an illness called gender dysphoria. When someone's mind is telling them that they are the opposite sex of what they are biologically, we have a disorder that must be treated where the person under the care of a therapist has their mind reconciled to reality. What we as a culture are doing instead is pushing these people further into their delusion. This is cruel and vile behavior. If I have a friend who is a diabetic and I constantly lie to them and encourage them to eat sugar, leading to a diabetic coma, which can lead to death, what would you call me? A fiend. 
So is the person who continues the vicious lie that a man can become a woman and vice versa by acting like the opposite sex, getting hormones, or having drastic mutilating surgery. They will never be the opposite sex, period. We do not help them by lying to them. This constant lie has led some of these individuals to commit suicide. How is that kind and supportive? It's not. It's vile. We must show love and compassion to these people and get them help. We need adults to stand up, show love, and get these individuals help to reconcile their minds to reality. To continue to support the trans movement is to be perverse, hateful, and unloving. Now, to those on the left who are pushing these people into this sick fantasy, stop erasing and mocking women. I'm an actual woman, and I'm offended by your charade of dressing men up like women to replace real biological women. They could never know what a woman feels or has experienced because they are not women and never will be. Their mannerisms are offensive as they display an over-the-top caricature of how they think a woman feels and behaves. So stop it. No amount of hormones or surgery will ever change their biology. Instead of using them in your sick fantasy, if you cared about them, then get them mental help so they can be the actual man or woman God created them to be and have a full life. C.S. Lewis was a British writer and lay theologian. He held academic positions in English literature at both Oxford University and Cambridge University. He is best known as the author of The Chronicles of Narnia. Of, and he said, of all tyrannies, a tyranny sincerely exercised for the good of its victims may be the most oppressive it would be better to live under robber barons than under omnipotent moral busybodies. The robber baron's cruelty may sometimes sleep. His cupidity may at some point be satiated. But those who torment us for our own good will torment us without end, for they do so with the approval of their own conscience." To stay free, we must be diligent because there are those in the world that want to take our freedoms away. There are actually people in this country, Democrats to be specific, that want to take away your freedoms. If we become apathetic or complacent, we are doomed. And worse, our kids and grandkids will be slaves and it will be our fault. Let's awaken out of our sleep and take a stand against the attacks on the freedoms we have taken for granted for so long. The ones who fought to protect our freedoms took a stand. It's our turn now. Let's not fail the next generation. Well, we're going to take a quick break right here, but stay right there. Up next, Dale Hurd, CBN News senior reporter, will be here. So don't make a move. We'll be right back. We have a housing crisis in America. Today, more than 38,000 veterans are facing housing insecurity. As a nation, we don't do enough for our military veterans. The VBC Giving Foundation is addressing this crisis head on with Veterans Building Veterans Housing. 
I love that there's going to be places that we're building for them to live. Join our mission today, providing the American dream for our heroes. Visit VBCGivingFoundation.org and get involved. Before I got the opportunity to come to workshops for warriors, I was a hospital corpsman in the Navy for five years, had two combat deployments. I got out in August 2014. Things didn't really work out as planned. I had a hard time getting back into the civilian life. I really didn't have a lot going on for me. I had just failed out of college. I didn't have any certifications to transfer over to the civilian sector in the medical field. So I was kind of in a dark place. And once I came to workshops for warriors, it gave me hope again. I've earned over 15 nationally recognized certifications in the manufacturing and welding industry. Since then, I've gotten a job offer, making really good money, and it's definitely changed my life a lot. And I was in a very dark place before I met Hernan, and this is kind of like the light at the end of the tunnel for me. Workshops for Warriors, it really saved my life. Workshops for Warriors is a school in San Diego that trains and certifies veterans into advanced manufacturing careers, all at no cost to the veteran. They leave with portable and stackable nationally recognized credentials. Visit WFWUSA.org to learn more. This is an important reminder. Don't miss this week's exciting shows with Erskine right here. We've got some very special guests and revealing topics this weekend. So make a note, mark your calendar, text yourself, join me here for Erskine this weekend. You'll hate yourself Monday if you miss us. You know, I feel like we've had this conversation before about this very subject, about the world being kind of wackadoodle, and about the fact that you should have, you know, your go bag ready with your medications and your paperwork, but that you should also have a backup food supply. Well, that's what preparewithmojo50.com is all about. I know it sounds crazy, but it's very likely that we could have more shortages on more food items, and wouldn't it be nice to know that you have a little pad, a little insurance? Preparewithmojo50.com. From sea to shining sea. American Duck Radio. My wife Jennifer and I were listening because I'm uh, subscribed to your channel. I, I immediately knew that I was going to rip you off. I want a big movie voice intro for American Duck Radio. Go. His name is Mike Phillip. He's American. He's Canadian. He's not sure what he is. You're American and Canadian. That means you're bi. He lives in two places at once. What the hell is wrong with me? How is it possible? <laughs> Scientists struggle to find the answer. What did I just do? Coming out, I'm trans. I'm an American <laughs> in a Canadian body. I'm a transnational. <laughs> the signs are all there. Yeah, I really like hockey, but then I found out most there's so many hockey teams are American. The Boston <laughs> Live on Mojo 50 Monday through Friday, 1 to 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. You want to wake up refreshed like you slept on a cloud? Get yourself the very best in bedding supplies today. You deserve it. Go to MyPillow.com and don't forget our very special promo code, Mojo 50 for incredible savings. Hey everybody, this is Theo Fleury, former... Stanley Cup champion, Olympic gold medalist, and you're listening to Audrey Russo on Real Talk. And if you don't listen, I might have to come down there and cross-check you. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Audrey Russo, and you're listening to Real Talk. 
in the culture war, it's difficult to sustain your momentum when there is nothing but bad reports. But we have some victories to report in this segment, and we're going to discuss this and more with my next guest. For my new listeners... Dale Hurd is a senior reporter and chief European correspondent for CBN News. He has won awards for his reporting from around the world, including the Soviet Union, Communist China, and the Bosnian Civil War. He now focuses on the collapse of freedom and safety in the West because of the EU, Muslim immigration, and the World Economic Forum. It's my great pleasure to give a real talk welcome back to Dale Hurd. Thank you. It is fantastic to be back on my favorite program. Oh, you're too kind. Uh, the pleasure is yes. all ours. And all so, true. no, no, and it's true. It's the pleasure is all ours. And so, uh, it's so great to have you back with us, Dale. Uh, I can't wait to hit these uh, topics. If we can say it, I don't know. <laughs> but. <laughs> We had myriad uh, actual experts in the medical field who were silenced, discredited, defamed, and deplatformed for merely asking about the possibility of a leak from the Wuhan China lab. And now it's okay to speak about it? (laughs) Yeah, apparently. And it has been hilarious watching the media... Uh, the stuff that they've been admitting to, it's a big embarrassment for the media. We, we learned that uh, it was the, the whole lab leak theory was squelched at CNN because Jeff Zucker, then president, uh, said it was a Trump talking point. Um, we have a reporter of The New York Times tweeting that the lab leak theory was racist. And that's very scientific, by the way. Um, and but but my, the best one was the tweet from Josh Rogan tweeting that um, the media <laughs> used. I don't know. Can we say crap anyway? Yes, you can. That you can say. He said because <laughs> this was actually like X'd out of one quote. But he said the the media crapped all over the lab leak story because they they suffer from TDS Trump derangement syndrome. Now this is a guy at the Washington Post really admitting it. Oh my gosh. Oh, and then John Carl on this week. Uh, uh, ABC's this week, um, it, you know, <laughs> hilarious <laughs> having to tell his co-panelists, you know, uh, even though some things may be true, even if Donald Trump has said them. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's 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 cracking me up how this is, but I mean, we. we we can find humor in it, but there were a lot of people that their their uh, careers were damaged greatly. Um, one is has uh, been a recurring guest, and that's Dr. Peter McCullough. I mean, he's even had his credentials pulled. These are just for asking questions. And uh, well, I don't know, in medicine, they're supposed to be able to ask questions, aren't they? Yeah, and, and th- this is, to me, this is, all goes to a really bad place. We can laugh about it. But throughout history, if you look at the countries that have been the most messed up, their media has lied to them all the time. And our media is lying to us most of the time. I mean, they might not lie about, you know, some local car accident, but, you know, if it's Ukraine, if it's, you know, anything, any cause that they favor or in a cause they oppose, 
they've said themselves that objectivity isn't good anymore. It's it's unproductive and it, objectivity can be harmful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, I, the journalism prop, I think, from Columbia said that. So, yeah, so that's where we are. We went into Nazi Germany, and we couldn't believe our soldiers, couldn't believe what the Germans actually believed about the war, and that, that, that they wow. knew nothing about what was happening to the Jews. Of course, some were lying, but and the Soviet wow. Union, it suddenly falls. It's a shock to a lot of Russians and Soviets because they had been lied to about how bad things were. It's civic poison. And we're being lied to on a number of issues. And I, our democracy cannot function properly when the media keeps doing this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you have things like uh, there was a, uh, a, a sitting, he's actually a sitting judge, who was speaking at Stanford Law School. And he was attacked and by the... Uh, not only those that were sitting s- seated there in the audience, but also by the so-called dean of uh, equity, and inc- and said that the things that he does, n- not giving one example, uh, are hurtful and harmful to people. Right. right, and that and that leads into a Manhattan Institute study, I think last year, showing that most people under thirty. Do not favor freedom of speech if it hurts some protected group. That's very dangerous, very alarming. But that is the world that we live in. And can I say, because this was done to them, they didn't do it to themselves, but this is the generation that were handed participation trophies when they were little. Okay. And and they grew up thinking, uh, you know, it was an anti-competitive sort of environment in that way. And now, and they don't want to see anyone get hurt or anyone to, anyone to lose or, or, you know, and so, and so here we are. So the first amendment, well, that can go because that might hurt someone. Yeah, this is where we are. Uh, when I hear adults saying things like, you can't say this or that because it hurts my feelings, or if Trump said it, I won't believe it. Uh, I think of a classroom of bratty children, nan, 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 nan. <laughs> How do we ever arrive at children occupying positions of power and influence? Yeah. Yeah, and yet, you know, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I'm a baby boomer, and, I, and I've called our generation the worst generation because it feels like we're doing the, yeah. the most damage. And, and I pray for this younger generation. And, and there are signs of hope, you know, among, you know, young people today uh, that know the Lord. But, yeah, yeah this, this other stuff is just, it's deadly to a democracy. And, and I think we're reaching the point where we see that, that, yeah. that it can't continue. No, I think you're right. Uh, no, it can't. And of course, uh, that is actually connected to everything that's been happening with the banks falling because they they stacked their deck with what? Uh, people who were virtue signaling. They had nothing right. to do with banking. <laughs> right. Yeah. ESG. Um, yeah. yeah. You know, what is that? Environmental, social yeah. governance. That's this yeah. stupid metric that has nothing to do with the free enterprise is, uh, system. No. Uh, and, and we're lied to about the economy. We're lied to about foreign policy. It, um, when you reach a point, it didn't used to be like this in America. And we were lied to, you know, decades ago about certain things, but not on a regular basis like it is now. Uh, when a country reaches a point where people can't believe what they're reading, 
then there's going to be we have an alternative media now but there's this intense cynicism now toward the government if you yeah, look at the yeah. the um, folks the approval rating for for the government for agencies in the government it's for the congress it's rock bottom because people just simply don't know what's true what what are you telling me that's that's really true Right, right. When you have to be concerned about what you're being told is a lie, you have a very serious problem. Uh, and, and, and we're there. We're there. And I think you're right. I think in a way the tide is turning and it's really hitting people in the face with reality. Now, of course, you know, they say, oh, yeah, but we want to have this equal number of, of people of color. We're all people of color. Okay. Put me against a white piece of paper. And guess what? I'm colored. Okay. So it, right. It's ridiculous. But you, when you, we have standards for a reason. Okay. I would not be comforted to know, nor would I go into the knife of someone who was, who became a doctor through the medical, uh, medical schools and the system as an intern because of their skin hue that they could not do. And, that, and I had a, a, um, my late uh, doctor who was, a, I used to work for him at one time, he was very alarmed because he was also teaching uh, in, in the medical schools. And he said that he was alarmed to see uh, they were pushing women and that were not, they were not equipped, were they, they were not talented, and they did not understand the content. Right. And so then you have all these women in, in uh, and, and what's sad is if there were women in there that actually were talented uh, as physicians, you'll never, you'll never trust them because there's so One. many, I'm sorry. No, yeah. yeah. One of the inherent weaknesses in communism was people weren't promoted by ability, but by ideology and party loyalty. Yeah. It reached absurd lengths in uh, some countries, like uh, Democratic Kampuchea, where how many of their own people did they kill? It was a terrible in the killing fields. It was a terrible number, millions. Wow. Where they were, if you wore glasses, you were killed uh, because you were obviously, uh, you know, an enemy of the people. And they were putting uh, people with no engineering experience uh, in charge of you know hydroelectrics things and or big technical projects and we're seeing that on a smaller scale in this country where some believe our medical uh, field is being weakened and, and put in dangerous jeopardy by what's being taught in medical school uh, and the people that aren't going into medicine because of some of the quackery that's being promoted and being forced on people and, yeah. and some of the people are being promoted simply because of race and, or because of queer gender, whatever. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And uh, some people are awakening and, and are seeing what's happening. But when it reaches out and touches you, when it comes to the medical system, um, I believe that because there's a lot of good physicians that are leaving uh, the profession because I don't consider a profession myself anymore. It's now an industry because mm -hmm. big pharma is too, the tentacles, uh, and not just tentacles, their talons are in. And uh, this has, of course, been going on since like 1950 with Rockefeller. But they, they've really now, they have not only disgraced, they've embarrassed, they've destroyed. And I don't think some physicians realize what has happened to their former profession mm. because of what happened we, in the past two years. 
Yeah, we have a family member with an ongoing medical condition and they were hospitalized a year and a half ago in three different hospitals uh, during uh, the COVID pandemic. And I told people that I observed Nazi medicine. Why? Because the doctors believed, accepted quackery as yeah. fact, yeah. and they were denying care based based on you know whether you were vaxxed or not, which to me has nothing to do with science. It's ideology. It's, it's criminal. It's criminal. Yeah. In the so, case of those that needed transplants and they were told if they didn't get this is an experiment everyone knows that it's not even the the trial period has not ended yet i believe it's next month it ends uh but it is experimental and you're forcing people who have already a compromised system that are in desperate need of a transplant and you tell them you're not going to give them one until they get that jab what kind of insanity and what kind of doctor would do that Right. And, and a nation achieves excellence through results-based uh, yeah. methodology yeah. And, and, and through, ex, through seeking excellence and, through, and, and, and it is colorblind and it is, yes. Uh, yes. And, and it is opportunity for everyone, but it, it, there, it, is, it is not pushed by, by ideology. Banks are not messing around in social issues and jeopardizing their deposits by goofy left-wing whatevers. Yeah. We see companies sacrificing profits for social agendas. It's ridiculous. It's insane. It's, I, you know, I did a story recently about the global disinformation. I was just going to ask you. Go right ahead. Yeah, and, and they are not, the left is not stopping in wanting, we had talked about the First Amendment as being problematic because people might get hurt and it stands in the way of the left's agenda for people to be able to speak freely. Well, conservatives always thought that if we just had our own websites, uh, we could continue on because conservatives were shadow banned, you know, they were debanked, right. uh, they were recommended for um, deprogrammed by Katie Couric, which is interesting because she should probably be deprogrammed <laughs> herself. And um, but now they're be, they've been followed to their own websites by this thing called the Global Disinformation Index that people may have heard about. Uh, and I did a, a, a longer story on and it is essentially sending reports to advertising agencies saying you shouldn't advertise on these websites because it could be risky for your clients, those businesses out there. And so guess what all the risky websites are? Hmm, yeah. I wonder. New York Post, Reason, Daily Wire, American Conservative, The Blaze, and they're accused of lack of transparency, bias, omissions of pertinent information. So, Isn't that what they do? Yeah. <laughs> projection. Yeah, so. <laughs> So we've got this going on. Yeah. Uh, we've got the uh, the recent issue of Rolling Stone magazine features an article called "Why Cancel Culture Is Good for Democracy." Um, so, yeah, yeah, it, it it doesn't seem to bother our elected officials that conservatives continue to be silenced. And I saw, of course, of course, Marjorie Taylor Greene explode on the former head of Google on on her being silenced during her election cycle. But no interest as far as action by the GOP in, in Congress to actually protect our First Amendment rights uh, of anyone else but themselves. Uh, am right. I missing something here? 
and I don't trust Republican leaders, no, and, and I think I. that uh, they would be ha- happy to see the, for bat- lack of a better term, the Trump wing of the party, maybe even the DeSantis wing of the party, go down the tubes, right. be jailed or whatever, uh, just to get out of their way. Because, I mean, I worked in Congress as a reporter. I've seen what goes on there. And, and this was 20, might have been 20 years ago that I worked in Congress. And I thought then that this is just like professional wrestling. They're pretending <laughs> to fight each other, but it's all fake. Yeah, it's fake. They've already decided who's going to win and who's going to lose, and they take turns winning and losing. And the Republicans don't want this apple cart, the leadership don't want this apple cart turned over. Yeah. I, I wonder how McCarthy fits into that with him turning those tapes over and then exposing already to the public some of them and this calls, of course, for for all of them to be released. But uh, what happened there? Because I know he was kind of uh, Ryan 2.0, but now he's well, what happened to him? Uh, I'm sorry. Who is this? Uh, McCarthy. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm convinced that he's 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 only doing what he's doing because of this 11th hour agreement that he he had to agree to to get elected speaker to stop the impasse. Hmm. Uh, yeah. If it weren't for that, we we wouldn't be seeing any of this. But yeah, yeah you're right. You're right. I just didn't think he was going to, you know, follow through and that that quickly. Uh, so, uh, you know, um, so I guess that was it. It was the agreement that he made, but <laughs> I've never known any of them to keep an agreement, so <laughs> I'm just kind of puzzled. And and I, you know, I, I will, uh, full disclosure, I mean, I have family members that have worked as consultants for Republican candidates, mm-hmm. and I've, I've watched from afar, I've listened to one ha- one side of the phone call, you know, as it's going on, and I, I realized that, we think of top-down corruption in the Republican Party. You know, the problem is from the top. I think it's from the base. It's it's from local districts. Uh, here in our area, they're trying to shut down the Trump wing of the Republican Party. You have local thieves or or um, you know chieftains, as I'll call them, and you they want you to be loyal, and they put up the most loyal person, not the most competent person, and mm. also somebody who's not going to upset the status quo, and that's who they put up for Congress and who they put up for Senate, and it trickles up to Washington, and these people get into office and they know they're supposed to play the game right if they want uh, support on their local level. Wow, yeah. Um, I want to jump over to, um, well, an old fave of ours, Islam, with uh, all the horrors that Biden, the Biden regime continues to bring upon us. The danger of the ideology of Islam has slipped from our radar, but all is not well in Sweden and elsewhere because of ISIS, because ISIS is not dead, is it? No, it's not. And and I'm concerned because I believe Ramadan begins next week. And when Ramadan began last year and ISIS had been urging attacks, we saw dozens of terrorist attacks, not necessarily here, but in places like Africa and the Middle East, dozens in a matter of days when Ramadan began. So this year we have uh, we've had a Bible burning in Sweden by kind of a nut uh, who uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure what his point was, but there's an interesting backstory that he might have been paid to do it by a, a, um, a Swede who wanted to see um, Sweden fight with Turkey over Sweden's NATO membership. It gets complicated. <laughs> but 
uh, as, but as a result, of course, we saw huge demonstrations across the Middle East because uh, they can't take it, frankly. And um, and ISIS calling for terrorist attacks. Well, we haven't really seen any. And I think that I'm afraid that we will when Ramadan begins. We ISIS has completely fallen off our radar because of the kind of media culture that we live in. And no one's really reporting on it. But, mm-hmm. but I was talking to a security consultant who, you know, works for several nations, a former FBI guy, and he, telling me how they have subsidiaries all over the world still. And they tend to be active in the weakest nations, and that's Africa, the, the most active. But they're still here, and they have sleeper cells here, and it's a real threat. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, Islamists have been crossing our border illegally for over two years. Would you be surprised um, when terror attacks begin again in the U.S.? I would not, because you p- folks would be shocked. Uh, and it's amazing after 9-11 that, I, that, that I'm saying this, and it's true, that a tiny proportion of our containers are actually opened wow. and looked into. And wow. I don't know if folks remember, what it might have been a long time ago, but there, there was a TV movie about what a container with a nuke in it in Charleston or something that went <laughs> off. Um, yeah. so, you know, I, I don't they don't have nuclear technology as far as I know, but. It's, it's a real threat. You know, yes. the, we have the left, you know, the, the White House, they're kind of playing. They, they play, you know, they play around with stuff. They figure they're omnipotent and they can do anything they want. They wreck our energy, yeah. trying to wreck our, you know, our energy industry with these goofy um, wind and solar ideas that yeah. aren't working and causing shortages and blackouts. And killing whales and killing yeah, birds. Bankrupting our country yeah. and, and depleting our arsenal, sending all this weaponry and money to you. Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, yeah. you know, we, we've got this open borders thing where, oh, it's going to, there's not a problem down there. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's really astounding. I mean, you talk about political cataracts or whatever you want to call them. I mean, they are blind or maybe they aren't blind. No, I don't think they're blind. I think they're lying. They're just lying. They know what's going on. They're just lying. Oh, gee, you know, it's an art to them now. Clearly, it's an art. But they're so cavalier. It's just just amazing. You know, these terrible train derailments and, you yeah. know, Buttigieg, you, oh you know, oh, well, la, 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 uh, you know, it happens. Oh, it happens. Oh, it happens all the time. It's saying, since when? Oh, yeah, since you've been in there. Yeah, they have been happening. But otherwise, so, yeah. Again, Audrey, where this leads for me is you only act this cavalier. You only act this reckless when you don't have to worry about actual votes. So here we are again. Here we are again. Integrity. But yeah. like that to me, that's where it ends. You only act this irresponsible when you know the elections are fixed. Yeah. They're rigged. You're correct. That, that's worried. It's not even the fact that the meat, they have the media in their back pocket because most of them are they are, you know, of the same party. It is because they know, well, you know, we'll make, you know, again, pretend that people are actually having their votes count and they don't. And they'll say, oh, what's my we have a problem? Uh, election denier, you know. Um, I want to jump over to Florida. Um, you know, you have you have some that will say, oh, he's a globalist. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not dumb. If Soros uh, is saying he he supports him, they're doing it to destroy his support. 
you know, because what he does is definitely doesn't go along with the global agenda. Uh, he there was a drag queen Christmas performance December twenty fifth at uh, a center which is connected with the Hyatt Regency Miami. The administrative complaint said minors younger than sixteen years of age were at the show where performers appeared on stage wearing sexually suggestive clothing and prosthetic female genitalia. So uh, DeSantis didn't sit still for that, did he? No, no. And it's it's so I mean, it's it's so encouraging. I mean, wow, a a politician, a leader standing on principle and standing for the core principles this country was founded on. Who would have thunk it, Audrey? Gee, what a (laughs) novel idea. Standing for family, Christianity, for, you know, for what's best for children, not allowing them to mutilate each other or be mutilated by, you know, and by some perverts for perverts. You know, and yeah. it's mutilation and for perverts. Cell yeah. phone, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And so we have what we have shaping up across the country. We have free states and, and, and what do you call the other ones? Communist. Communist states, <laughs> yes. The communist states of America. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, well, what else would there be? And that's when you have, uh, you know, you have a secession of states at one point. Because the others don't see the error of their ways. So then what else do you do? I see something coming uh, because they will not relent. Will they? No. And you know what? I have said critical mass for me, the tipping point is when I know that people of goodwill who believe in parents' rights, who believe parents know what's best for their own children, who are not racist, they're called racist and they aren't racist. And and when these groups all realize that there's a lot more of them than this radical core Mm. pushing all of these weird things on us. To me, that is the tipping point. You know, people minded their own business for far too long. They, I think they realize that now and we can never go back. And, and I would encourage all the listeners to get involved on the local level. Drain commissioner now is important. Jobs like that, that we thought were a joke, they're not. important because the left takes them and uses them for political goals. There it is. It's uh, it politics as a local level. Uh, we, we do it there and, and we're going to fix what's going on uh, at national level if we take care of the local level. Dale, where can the listeners follow and support your excellent work? Where can they do it? Oh, that? thank you. And I want to say I just got two plaques from YouTube for two stories that got a million views. So right. I'm not a nobody. But, but <laughs> Who ever said you were? <laughs> No, but my YouTube page, uh, some of the things don't have a lot of views because I, it's more of a repository. But it is a great place to see my stories. Um, most of my stuff is viewed at CBNnews.com and on their YouTube page. And I'm, I'm at the other usual places. I'm on Twitter and um, not really on Facebook but because they keep giving me strikes. Yeah, me too. But uh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for uh, letting folks know where I'm hanging out. Of course. And as always, I'll have all those links. Links in my after show, which is now on the live show page, just go to AudreyRusso.com. Click on the on air button and right under the show description, you'll find all the links and info you need to follow Dale's work. Thanks so much again, Dale, for your brilliant work and your great assessments on what's going on. Will you join us again on the show? Are you kidding? I love this show. That's, I would love to be back. That's awesome. Until then, may God bless you, your work, and may God save America. Bye for now. Goodbye, everyone.
going to take a quick break right here, but don't go anywhere. Up next, General Paul Vallelie will be with us. So don't make a move. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Max Martini. You may recognize me from 13 Hours, Captain Phillips, Saving Private Ryan, some of your favorite military movies. You are listening to Audrey Russo and Real Talk Radio. Go see the Manson Brothers Midnight Zombie Massacre, my new film, for a... This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five O. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. Communist China's leader travels to Moscow next week. It's an apparent show of support for Vladimir Putin. Xi Jinping will visit Russia from Monday to Wednesday amid sharpening east-west tensions over the conflict in Ukraine. Russia's ongoing invasion of Ukraine is expected to dominate discussions. China has sought to project itself as neutral in the conflict, even while in 2022 Beijing declared it had a no-limits friendship with Russia and has refused to condemn Moscow's invasion. The Kremlin says next week's visit will take place at the invitation of Vladimir Putin. I'm Charles Dulatesma. First it was Poland, now Slovakia says it will supply fighter jets to Ukraine. The two NATO countries responding to Ukraine's urgent appeal for aircraft to more effectively battle the Russians. Starting into a winter that Californians will not forget anytime soon. And while the state is getting a break for a few days from extreme weather, the National Weather Service's Bob Orovec says it's not over yet. Looks like we may have a more significant storm affect California Tuesday into Wednesday with potential for some additional heavy snows throughout the Sierra and some heavy rains at the lower elevation. So we could end up with some flooding issues as we go into the beginning to middle part of next week. So far, 11 atmospheric rivers have slammed the state with torrential rains and heavy snow. J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of America, Citigroup and Wells Fargo among the banking giants coming to the rescue of California-based First Republic Bank, $30 billion in deposits aimed at bolstering First Republic's cash reserves. Watching Wall Street this morning, the Dow futures are down 116 points. NASDAQ futures 11 points higher. More on these stories at townhall.com. Dennis Prager here. It's original. It's bold. It's patriotic. It's American. It's American Pride. It's American Pride Roasters Coffee. Historically, great coffee. American Pride Roasters. You know, I feel like we've had this conversation before about this very subject, about the world being kind of wackadoodle, and about the fact that you should have, you know, your go bag ready with your medications and your paperwork and all that other stuff, but that you should also have a backup food supply, you know, just in case people get stupid and start buying up toilet paper. Well, that's what preparewithmojo50.com is all about. It's a readiness website. It's your ticket to food freedom should the food freaks strike at the grocery store again. I know it sounds crazy, but it's very likely that we could have more shortages on more food items, uh, not only in this country, but around the world. And wouldn't it be nice to know that you have a little pad, a little insurance 
sitting right there in the closet. You know, whether it's a two-week supply or a three-month supply, whatever it is, you're ready for whatever the cray-cray throws. Go to preparewithmojo50.com and see what they have to offer. Preparewithmojo50.com. After a long, hard night, I am exhausted. I need something that will stimulate me. That's why I start each day with Ron's sexual chocolate. It really gets me off to work. Find the flavor that stimulates you and gets you off to work at AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of mojo. Mojo 5 Failure is not an option. What difference at this point This is Real Talk, a fearless, poignant, and intrepid show where truth speaks louder than words. This is Real Talk with your host, Audrey Russo. It happened before, it will happen again. It's just a question of when. Time's a luxury we don't have. Hi, y'all. This is Charity Daniels, and you are listening to Aubrey Russo on Real Talk. You leave it right where it's at. You'd be glad you did. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Audrey Russo, and you're listening to Real Talk. It's ostensible at this point that everything that comes from Biden and his bobblehead minions is completely destructive to our way of life. Are there any real solutions? Well, we're going to discuss this and more with my next guest. For my new listeners... Major General Paul Vallelee is a West Point graduate, a retired Deputy Commanding General for the U.S. Army, a veteran of two combat tours in Vietnam, and a graduate of the Industrial College of the Armed Forces and the Army War College. Throughout his 32-year military career, Major General Vallelee served in positions such as Infantry Company Commander, Intelligence Officer, Operations Officer, and Military Advisor. His theories of operation include Included Europe and the Pacific Rim countries. He has over 15 years experience in special operations, psychological and civil military operations. 
General Valley has served as a military analyst for the Fox News Channel and is a guest on numerous nationally syndicated radio and TV talk shows. He's a best-selling author and the founder of Stand Up America. It's my great pleasure to give a real talk welcome back to Major General Paul Valley. Welcome back, Paul. Thank you, Audrey. Happy to be with you again, as always. Oh, thank you. It's so great to have you back with us. And, well, it's, it's clear everything this evil clown touches is, well, it blows up on us, a.k.a. the beginning of the bank failures that we're seeing now. Now, Paul, you always have solutions to the madness. Let's look at some, and, and these are brilliant plans, but let's take, I'd like to take them one by one. Our fellow Americans are languishing in barbaric conditions in a federal lockup in violation of the U.S. Constitution. Their due process has been robbed from them. You have formulated a plan with the Citizens Commission to Restore America called Operation Jericho. Would you share what that what the operation entails? Sure, I'd be happy to. About three weeks ago, uh, I was asked by a uh, associate in the, in the media business uh, if I would talk to... Uh, the detainees in the D.C. detention center, the January Sixers, and I said I would be happy to. I spent an hour, Andre, talking to four individuals, Marines uh, and Army veterans. They told me stories you wouldn't believe. They asked of me, please go to Congress, please have Congress subpoena us so that we can go in front of the hearings, in front of, say, the Judicial Committee, so the American people and Congress can hear uh, our side of the story. They have not been given uh, due process. Even sending some of these uh, to federal penitentiaries now after they've gone through a trial in the D.C. area. And they told me the juries have been uh, basically uh, filled with uh, deep staters, uh, anti-white, uh, anti-whatever you want to call it today, <laughs> extremists, and that the, these juries found them guilty before they even went in. And even some of the jurors on uh, the marina uh, went, went before them. They gave him the finger. The jurors gave these individuals the finger as they were leaving the courtroom. But isn't that a bias right there? The fact that they did that? That's a bias. Yeah, yeah they, they should absolutely. have been thrown off the jury for that. Well, certainly, but they don't care. They violated the Sixth Amendment to the nth degree. And all these uh, inmates want to be heard, their side of the story. And we've seen what's been released on the tapes uh, to Tucker Carlson. We know it's been a total fraud, a total sham setup. And uh, these people that were in the January 6th committee hearings, uh, you know who they are, these left-wing Democrats. They should be held accountable and they should be... uh, charged with violations, fraud, and so on. Um, but uh, nothing's been done so far, but I'm, I'm happy that uh, Chairman uh, McCarthy is getting these tapes out now, and it coincides with Operation Jericho. But now I understand, uh, Audrey, that uh, 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 Operation Jericho now is in front of Jim Jordan and Andy Biggs at Judiciary, and hopefully they're going to push forward uh, to have uh, these individuals appear. 
Well, it seems, Paul, that, that they even have, have support now from Elon Musk because he's pushing for the one that you had that, um, oh my gosh, uh, suddenly his name escapes me, but the one that they were calling the QAnon shaman. He was a Navy veteran. Yeah, and, yes, that's it. Well, he, he, they forced him, pressured him to, to sign a, a plea deal for something he didn't do. And, but they were basing right. all this on the fact that they had exculpated evidence and they were holding it from him which is illegal so shouldn't uh, Elon Musk wants to see him released absolutely they all need to be released it's a yes. total sham and it was infiltrated by F uh, FBI uh, agents uh, inside um, and uh, all the way to Nancy Pelosi this was a total setup and they need we need these people released immediately from prison yeah. immediately. Yeah. It's horrible. We may have up to 750, 800 people still uh, out there that could be arrested by the FBI. Oh, that's what they plan. I know that. Um, have, now, you mentioned uh, that it's going to yeah. be before Andy Biggs and Jim Jordan. Have you been given any vocal support by the GOP in the House on this plan to, to make up for the fact that they failed to stop this, tra this travesty of justice in the first place? Because they were silent during this whole thing, weren't they? No, I've gotten no feedback except from my uh, representative, Matt Rosendale, who said, I took it, uh, what you gave me on Jericho, and I, I presented it to judiciary. So we're waiting for them to do something. Now, I did see a release yesterday. There is a group going over to the D.C. Gulag. But that's that's fine. That's a press type of thing. You yeah, know? it's a photo uh, op. Yeah. What are they going to do about that? They're getting in the press and say, oh, this is an injustice and so on. It's going to do nothing. Yeah. We've got to get them in front of Congress, and uh, they've got to be released from captivity. What's really disturbing me is the fact that these are uh, the GOP voters, okay? And they don't, they don't seem to give a hoot for some reason. And for them to even speak up now, and that's, as you just said, they just kind of flap their, their lips and they're really not getting anything done. Now, I'm fine with all these investigations, but what are they going to culminate in? They don't, either they get released because this is a violation of their constitutional rights, or this is, whole thing is a fraud. Right. Yeah, absolutely. They need to be released. But you, all your listeners can go to the StandUpAmericaUS.org uh, website, and the videos are on there. My 30-minute uh, discussion with these inmates inside the Gulag, it's all there. It's on the video, and I'd like everybody to share that with the American people. I'm also uh, setting up a Give, Send, Go a fund. Uh, for legal support, and they can go to Give, Send, Go, Operation Jericho and make their contributions and donations to help these uh, detainees in, in their legal uh, process. Yes. Now, um, we now we can't forget, of course, the border, which you and I have been discussing in segments for some time. You also have a plan to address the, the, the it's really a catastrophe at the border, especially concerning the cartels. This is called Operation Sinaloa, of course, after one of the cartels. Would you share about that operation with us? Well, it's so frustrating, Audrey. I wrote a border plan for Trump in 2017, sent it to him, that we can we cannot only play defense along the border with walls and so on, but we have to go on the offense. We've got to go into the nest of the cartels where the factories are, where they run their international operations from, and they need to be destroyed. 
This is a military operation. So, uh, Audrey, as you know, the Stand Up America U.S. Foundation, we've been ahead of these issues for years now until everybody catches up to us. <laughs> Thank goodness uh, we have great analysts uh, uh, and intelligence operatives that provide good information. But this, uh, the Defense Department needs to get off their derriere uh, and uh, mount a special operations mission, joint Air Force, Army, Marines, SEALs, Delta Force, Rangers, uh, and so on. Because with a joint uh, operation, we can take the cartels down in seven, ta- seven days. In addition, the Department of Treasury needs to shut down their financial flow of currency through around the world. That goes from China, that goes to the cartels, goes up to Canada. And uh, China is in bed with the cartels, as you know, providing uh, uh, most of what they need uh, for the uh, fentanyl production. I mean, we're, we're losing over 100,000 Americans a year at a greater rate than we lost in World War II on an annual basis. Yeah, of course, that you're reporting it, but unfortunately, the media still continues down this, this road of, of uh, Democrat propaganda. And um, but we're, the, I don't think that we really understand, and even though we've talked about it, I don't think that the listeners and their, their friends and relatives understand, or their neighbors don't understand exactly what's going on here with the cartels. Uh, according to Victor Avila, a former um, ICE special agent, he said they are in every state and they are organizing for those that yeah. they... Yeah, go, go, why don't you share about that too? They have paid agents in every major city that recruit in that local area, for example, New York, the Bronx, Brooklyn, and so on, in uh, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Dallas. And they set up a network there where they also track uh, all the illegals coming across that owe them money uh, to pay for their their transit from uh, Mexico into the United States, but also tracks the distribution of the fentanyl and other opioids. Uh, so, uh, and then we've tracked back also through a gentleman in Arizona that tracked back the cartels even flowing money into elections as they did with Katie Hobbs in Arizona. And so, it also, we sure you heard about. Uh, well, there was a lot going on over the border, over our border, and also over the Mexican border with the cartels, where it came to some being killed recently. At the same time as there were three women who were going across the border. This is insane for cosmetic surgery, and they got kidnapped by the cartels. Yes, and two of the two of the individuals were killed. Two of the men, there, the women were going over for a tummy tuck. Uh, and then we have now three still women uh, that are uh, unaccounted for that are in Mexico. We don't know where they are. Now, the cartels are smart, Audrey. They leave the destination resorts alone because that's money that goes into their pockets from the hotel owners for protection and all that. Right. And so uh, basically they say, okay, you can come down and go to the resorts. They're safe and all that. Mexican president said yesterday, Mexico's safer than the United States. Well, he may not be wrong, <laughs> but he's on the cartel pace. So he's not going to do anything. But I would advise no one go to Mexico. Yeah, don't go for vacation. Don't uh, definitely don't go for what these women went for. I mean that that is beyond insane at this point. You have to be live, you know. I mean, living under a rock somewhere if you don't know what's going on at the border. Exactly. Uh, 
Right. We have discussed before about how how well equipped and well organized the cartels are. Can you? Because they're not just a couple of guys hanging out over here with a gun, or or no, they're very they're like militaristic, aren't they? Oh, they're militarized. They have better equipment, guns, ammunition, missile, uh, you know, rocket, uh, shoulder, uh, uh, shoulder launched uh, missiles, man pads, they call them. Uh, they have helicopters. Uh, they have uh, these armored vehicles. Uh, they they are uh, better equipped than the Mexican army as far as equipment. Now they made 13.5 billion dollars last year. They can pay for anything they want. And of course, I'm sure that the CCP is happy to accommodate them. Am I right? Well, yeah, sure. And of course, you can go on the uh, in the arms market anywhere worldwide. They're even buying uh, some of the equipment. Uh, some of these entities. I'm not saying just the cartels per se, but they're buying uh, the equipment that we left at Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Much of that equipment's on the open market now. This is unbelievable. And they're ignoring it, acting as if it's not. I mean, all you're getting from this bobblehead is that I'm talking about Biden is that, oh, yeah, they don't mention the cartels. Forget the cartels. They don't even have the right information on fentanyl. They just throw out whatever is the top of their head. And that's not much. But they keep saying that the border is safe. It's safe there. It's not, there's, there's not, there's, the violence that's being reported by actual people who are watching it, like yourself, like Victor Avila, there's, and in the Border Patrol agents, is, that's not getting through anywhere. They are, Mallorcas, all of them are ignoring this, aren't they? Well, sure, but it's intentional. Many of them are on the payroll, the Chinese Communist Party uh, and the cartels. <clears throat> but, uh, uh, we have got to do something. The, the generals and admirals need to take this on immediately, conduct an operation and take down the cartels. Yeah. And you hear a number of congressmen getting up, well, we, we can't cross the border. That would be a cross-border operation. And so I come back to them. I say, what do you think Vietnam was? What do you think Iran was? Iraq, excuse me, Iraq. Uh, Afghanistan, Syria, cross-border operations. Give me a break. We're dumping and wasting so much money in the Ukraine right now that should be going to uh, to uh, protect our borders. Well, of course. Well, of course. Um, and, well, actually, talking about those flag officers, which are an embarrassment, I wanted to discuss an issue that was brought to my attention. Thanks to you and your hard work on the issue of vax mandates and not just the academies but just the military, uh, it was finally dropped. But, this is a big but, it is now reported by Breitbart that the Pentagon is ignoring that directive from Congress and plans to kick 16,000 troops out of the military still at this point for refusing the experimental jab. Now, first, this is outrageous. And second, the recruitment and re-upping is in the toilet right now. So how can they do this and why would they do this? Well, there, there's a couple things involved here. The re- re-enlistments are down, okay? Recruiting is down. They came out with a report last week that 70% of the people even being recruited can't pass the physicals because of obesity. Oh, my gosh. Of our young men and women are obese. They can't even pass the physical requirements to get in. That's what they put out last week. But I had not heard about this latest report that you just mentioned. Uh, They said that they were going to actually bring on uh, back to active duty uh, many of the individuals that were released because they refused the vaccine. 
but they weren't going to pay him any back pay. So, I mean, it is a conundrum there at the Defense Department. Nobody has confidence that our generals and admirals can win any kind of a war. And many of them are guilty of treason like Milley. Well, yeah. <laughs> and and I got to say, uh, I know that uh, Alan West had known, uh, it wasn't friends with, but he knew uh, Austin, and he was he was shocked by how he just collapsed right into their, their machination. What happened to him? He's totally in that. He's totally in that. Actually, being kind when you say that. L- look at he is, uh, look at he is a leader of. Uh, and, and to think at this point when, first of all, should there have been a, a vax mandate in, on the military when this was experimental? I mean, wasn't that wrong in the first place? Absolutely. It was a violation of the Nuremberg Codes of 1947. Experimental drugs cannot be used on any human. So they violated that right from the beginning. But they bought into the whole uh, Biden and Fauci thing, and Trump was taken. He, he was, um, well, I won't say he was naive, but he had confidence in Fauci and the CDC, and he initially accepted all of that. Uh, and uh, should have been a more in-depth analysis at that time when Trump was there. But anyhow, that was a carryover there into Biden on the masking and mandatory vaccines. And we have pilots dying now of heart attacks. We have athletes dying. I mean, we have more deaths now from the vaccine and boosters than we did when the initial COVID came out. And this, of course, this regime is ignoring all of that as if it's not it's not happening at, at all. But the, the military, I mean, it seems as if this is a concerted effort to destroy our military so we have no protection. Well, again, that's treason. And if that's occurring, that is treason. Aiding and abetting enemies of the United States. Aiding and abetting is treasonous under the Uniform Code of Military Justice. Aside from a regime change or a, a new president, an actual election where the people are actually heard, what what else can be done? Nothing else? Because can we, I don't well, know. We're going to do an exposure shortly on Obama. We're going to prove that Obama's running everything, that he's the puppet master for Biden with Susan Rice controlling the uh, the strings there uh, in the executive office building. She just got a new position as well named equity chief, diversity chief, and so on. But we're going to expose Obama, uh, who caused much of this when he came into office. And as one article said yesterday, the two worst presidents we've ever had in this country are Obama and Biden. But Obama is also a puppet of the globalists, the elitists, the George Soros, Gates, all those guys that meet in Davos. They're the ones controlling everything with their money yeah. and the payoffs that are coming. Now, to the individuals that don't buy off on this global elitism, guess who? Putin and Xi Jinping. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> They're not dumb. They know what's going on. Yeah. But here you have the leaders of Europe. The United States are all buying into this uh, globalist, elitist, one-world government crap. And sadly, uh, that alliance between uh, the CCP and, you know, China and Russia, uh, that is going to be, I mean, that is like the, our worst nightmare, isn't it? Well, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Uh, we've, uh, we've chastised the Russians so much over, uh, since 2016, basically, in the Trump thing. And Putin, as I understand it, he just got ticked off at the West uh, for always pummeling them. 
And uh, the Ukraine situation would have never occurred if uh, Putin uh, met with Trump, if Trump was still there. So they formed a new alliance. It's called the Eastern Alliance. And that's made up of Russia, China, North Korea, Iran. And they even have Saudi Arabia aligning with Iran now, for example. You're kidding. uh, (laughs) In the commercial area. So there's a whole new alliance going on in the world with the dismantling and the ineffectiveness of, say, NATO. This is unbelievable. Uh, this is a this is yeah. a, a nightmare scenario for us, and uh, they're playing it like there's really nothing going on. When you're seeing it, and those like you are seeing what's actually going on, that's a, an incredible danger to the American people, isn't it? That's right. Well, we put that on in our our Saturday newsletter. Everybody sign up for our newsletter. We have all of this information we've gathered, intelligence briefings, and so on. They go to standupamericaus.org, sign up for the newsletter. All the documents are there where we post everything on the operations we're conducting. Please make a donation. Help us out. We're doing great things. And uh, we're helping to, to get these detainees released from, um, from the D.C. Gulag. So standupamericaus.org. Excellent. And they can also purchase your books there as well, right? The newest is America's Endgame for the 21st Century, right? Reality Prism and The Mindless War all can be gotten through at Stand Up America. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. And it's always Amazon, either one. Yes, either one. And as always, I'll have those links in my after show, which is now on the live show pages. Go to AudreyRusso.com, click on the on air button, and right under the show description, you'll find all the links and info that the general just shared. Thanks so much again, Paul, for sharing your brilliant assessments with us and for keeping us uh, awake and alert to what's actually going on. We look forward to your return to the show. Until then, may God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Roger. Thank you. May God bless you, your work, and may God save America. Bye for now. We're going to take a quick break right here, but stay right there. Up next, Major Fred Galvin will be with us. Hi, good to see you there. I was busy eating this delicious meal from preparewithmojo50.com. You look hungry. Do you want some? Of course you do. Get your own. You can go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. You can't have mine. Fast Track Student Loans can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop collection calls, and stop seizure of your tax refund. Give yourself a break. Stop the stress and get your student loan payments down to as little as $25 a month based on what you can afford to pay. 
<laughs> ramblings. Is ramblings too generous? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe it's not. Just a rambling is good. Yeah. Right. Okay, rambling. Weekdays, 8 Eastern, Mojo 5 Supply line interruptions are definitely here to stay, especially given the incredible talent we have working at the U.S. Transportation Department. However, you don't need to fear these interruptions. You can be prepared. Go to preparewithmojo50.com. That's preparewithmojo50.com. What's up, everybody? This is Ryan Weaver, former United States Army Blackhawk aviator and country music artist. I am on with Audrey Russo on Real Talk. Hope you guys have an enjoyable show with us, but don't turn the dial because we want... Hey, that's old school. Don't turn the dial, folks, because we want you to hear the whole show. Welcome back. If you're just joining us, this is Audrey Russo, and you're listening to Real Talk. In what shape are our armed forces after over two years under the Biden regime? If things don't make a 180 for the better, where will this leave our national security? Well, we're going to discuss this and more with my next guest. For my new listeners, retired Marine Major Fred Galvin has served our nation honorably for almost three decades. He's received 49 military awards and ribbons total, including a Bronze Star with Valor, three Combat Action Ribbons, and 10 Sea Service Ribbons. He's conducted five successful combat deployments during his nearly 27-year military career. And he is now the author of the bestseller, A Few Bad Men, which shares the incredible true story of an elite team of U.S. Marines set up to take the fall for Afghanistan war crimes they did not commit, and their leader who fought for the redemption of his men. It's my great pleasure to give a real talk welcome back to Major Fred Galvin. Welcome back, Fred. Thank you for having me back, Audrey. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you with us again, and we're going to jump right in here. Uh, We watched how lives and trillions of U.S. dollars were squandered for 20 years, ending with a disgraceful and deadly departure from Afghanistan. (laughs) Would you tell us how we now appear to our greatest enemy, China? Yes, this is a very volatile situation we have here in that when we fumbled the ball a year and a half ago, leaving Afghanistan, and uh, it wasn't a summer retreat, it was an actual full retreat, uh, that set some stages on the world stage and led to a series of events. And I know I'll sound like a broken record that I continue to talk about the the series of events that has happened. And if we just want to go to the tail of the tape of what was not going on in the prior administration, what had totally stopped, and I'm talking about the 36 miss- ballistic missile launches that North Korea has had last year. Right. Um, we've also seen, obviously, Russia. They didn't just invade Ukraine and stay in the fight and basically have their will with whatever they wanted to do there. 
they also had an incursion into Kazakhstan, and we've discussed this before. The only difference is Kazakhstan. Oh, that's right. That's where Burisma is, and that guess who's on their board? That's right, Hunter Biden. In uh, <laughs> both of these men, um, President Biden and President Putin, they had their interests. President Putin wanted Ukraine. He didn't really. Uh, pursue anything, which he could have. He did an incursion. He had 100,000 troops uh, just before Christmas a year ago. And they went into Kazakhstan. Why'd they do that? Well, um, they really wanted to go into Ukraine, and they have. Uh, And we've sat that one out and provided some military aid. Um, There's no surprise because you see all these generals who leave. And I'm talking about the four-star generals who either retire out of Washington, D.C., uh, where I'm at here this week, and uh, I'm specifically talking about the former, the, our very last chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, none other than the Marine Corps, a former commandant of the Marine Corps, and then retired as four-star general, joint chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Joe Dunford. Where is he? That's right. He's with Lockheed Martin the world's largest defense contractor. really? And you have the current Secretary of Defense, none other than Lloyd Austin. Where did he formerly work before he was the Secretary of Defense? That's right. He was was with Raytheon. And they've made this this joint deal, this joint venture. They make the uh, our little Javelin shoulder fire rockets. We've given a third of our war supply of these. These are made for anti-armor Systems we've given them to Ukraine, of course, with over fifty-eight billion other dollars. Um, but this, there's a revolving door in this no general left behind program. Whether we're talking General Mattis, who works for General Dynamics and is paid on their payroll over a million dollars a year, and that's not because they felt he was suffering with only two hundred three thousand dollars annual retired salary from the military. They're paying him because they expect him to provide a greater return on investment through being a war pimp, pardon my technical terms, because that's what they're doing is they are preparing to go and do what they want, and that is to start a war uh, in the mere appearance of how weak we are when we stumble and fumble out of Afghanistan, which we didn't have to do, which we violated doctrine when we did by loading up the first aircraft out of there with 683 Afghans instead of what our doctrine in is required that we categorize priority one for non-combatant evacuation operations are American citizens. And then they designate certain third country nationals to be evacuated, but to load up every last Afghan prior to, they didn't every last one, but to load up Afghans prior to even notifying and triaging American citizens is something that American taxpayers shame on Everyone who voted for any of these clowns that are in office right now. We need to send a clear signal, Audrey, that the consequences of military weakness, the consequences when North Korea launches these missiles, when Russia invades Ukraine, when they had this exercise last August in 2022, right in in our front yard off the coast of Florida in the Caribbean, hosted by Venezuela, 1,700 miles from our shores, this exercise sniper frontier with 13 countries, three of which are, are arch rivals, but President Maduro hosted Russia, China, Iran, 
uh, they're all not just doing something on the other side of the globe. They're doing it in our front yard uh, because there's no consequences. There's no consequences, Audrey, when we're so weak in our responses to uh, in the last 24 hours, we have, you know, Russian aircrafts spraying our MQ-9 Reaper drones. Uh, and there's been several other uh, incursions between American and Russian aircrafts, and we run and hide with our tail between our legs. When when we have political officials, I'm talking the President of the United States, when we have military leaders who are perceived to be weak by our allies, and trust me, a guy like President Putin, member of the K, former member of KGB, he's undoubtedly killed people. Uh, he scents and smells the odor of weakness, which is a strong odor in this case, when what we're doing to our military, look how they make their recruiting videos. They have this intense nationalism. Uh, they are developing warriors, and we are we are having people run out of our military at the highest rates. I saw this less than a year ago when I was still serving as a civilian in uh, the United States Marine Corps. Uh, all these people, higher tenure, senior officers working in Hawaii, don't want to um, put in another day past you know their retirement date because, and it's not because they got a great tech job. <clears throat> it's because they've shoved this wokeness down their throats. And America, we have to pay attention because China, they are accelerating their military development at the fastest rate, and we. We are trying to play patty cakes with China, and there is going to be escalation. And that's what a few, I won't call them good men, but just like the title of my latest, my book, A Few Bad Men, these generals will profit immeasurably when we go to war. And I'm saying when, uh, because this collision, we are on a collision course. Uh, there is one China policy, and you know as things are continuing to escalate, in China, with that one China policy, and I'm not talking about having one child. I'm talking about their one China policy. They will have a, air quotes, peaceful reunification of Taiwan. And they'll take that. And even though our, our treaty to defend Taiwan has expired long ago, there are enough of these war pimp generals and admirals. Look who's on the board. When you fly into Reagan National Airport and you see all the buildings around that surround the Pentagon, all the names on the top of them, right. Raytheon, General Dynamics, Lockheed Martin, L3. Look who's on their boards. So all these retired generals, four-star generals that retired out of the Pentagon, uh, and we don't see any conflict of interest, Audrey. I mean, we <laughs> have lost the trust of the American people when they don't want to send their sons and daughters into the military, no. and we have such low recruiting rates we have such low retention rates at a time when China is rapidly accelerating not just their recruitment, uh, which in an authoritarian government, that's easy to do, uh, but they are ramping up their military technologies, specifically their hypersonic missile systems, also their uh, surface and subsurface na naval warfare vessels. And uh, when they take Taiwan, again, I didn't say if, that when they do, these war pimps here in the United States will want to go to war uh, because that will be a far longer forever war than we spent the last 20 years in, uh, in, I, in Afghanistan and a little bit less in Iraq. But that will be so expensive 
in the amount of lives to dislodge a superpower from an island, we are only going to be able to have any uh, successful attempt by doing that with amphibious and airborne operations, both of which are going to cost innumerous lives. And what these generals are hoping for is that it, it allows them and their stock options and all these boards that they're on and as they pawn off these weapons because they, they're only ones that can have access to the Pentagon to go pimp out these weapon systems, they will be filthy rich. And Audrey, I want to paint the picture of what the lifestyle that these lavish, I don't like to call them leaders, but uh, yeah. senior officials, let's call them, uh, because lead means people follow them. But uh, they're all retired. They live where they want. They get flown in on the, the corporate jet by Lockheed or General Dynamics, just like General Madison, General Dunford do. Uh, they go into the Pentagon because they have retired four-star general. You don't need uh, badge access. They get uh, VIP treatment, literally. Uh, so they go in there and they dangle the carrot in front of all these other weak military, let's call them senior officials because they're not leaders. Uh, and that's how the name of the game goes, Audrey. We, we've we set this system up uh, where these people don't have the talent to play at the varsity level. They're not going to be able to work in tech. Uh, you don't see these leaders going to work in Silicon Valley. They don't have that type of talent. They never had that kind of commitment when they were in the military. You don't see these. Now, old uh, General, let's call him Millie Vanilli, General Miley, he's, unfortunately, this guy is one of the biggest charades. You know, he wears, he was a Special Forces soldier. At that time when they were just transitioning into the Army, the United States Army, into Special Operations and they would take nearly, uh, in some cases, there was a mixed bag of people. And I can't honestly think that this guy who uh, espoused publicly in congressional testimony the the importance of critical race theory, Audrey, <laughs> this, this guy is leading our military. And that is the most divisive, based on communistic principles of class, classes. Uh, why anyone in our government is pushing that down the throats in our our military and requiring that to be this mandatory sensitivity training. Uh, America, we need to wake up. That's not anything that makes us more lethal. Yeah. yeah. In trying to have people figure out, you know, their invisible biases. It's It really needs to make us sick. And I want to draw a line and connect some dots here, Audrey, because as all your listeners saw this last week, especially what started at the end of last week and over the weekend, America began to panic with Signature Bank and Silicon Valley Bank. Yeah, these are uh, these are more than just nice little banks, but America now has has got a little scared that they're accounts in whatever bank they are at in uh, wherever across America may be vulnerable. Uh, this is even these type of uh, people who've been woke and asleep at the switch uh, while they've been investing or sitting on their couch and or doing other things with other woke agendas instead of having the due diligence to figure out which direction the interest rates have been going. That's a no-brainer uh, this last year and a half. Um, but they've, they've fumbled the ball and there's no accountability Foe Joe has decided to bail some of these out, which is, in his opinion, the right thing to do. But my point is, the American public is so concerned over 
you know, their net worth in their retirement. And you say, well, rightfully so. But why aren't you concerned with the sons and daughters that are going to get sucked into this next war? Because that's what that's happening in front of our face. The truth is hidden in plain sight in front of our nose, America. We don't need to have anybody spell it out any more clearly that over two and a half years ago, none of this was going on. And right. why are we having all this malfeasance from Russia and China? And why are they working together with Iran and doing these exercises in our front yard? Because yeah. when you're a leader and you have the military might, you you realize who the non-threats are. And just like in that movie Saving Private Ryan when uh, – Unfortunately, the German soldier killed the American soldier with a bayonet and slowly and painfully, and the coward little typewriter kid was hanging out in the hallway, and the German walks right by him because he knew, even though he had a weapon, he was no threat. And that's how we're viewed on the political stage. Sorry for my little visualization there, but that's no, well, that's exactly yeah. where we're at, Audrey. Uh, yeah, and, well, of course... Uh, bobblehead Biden is the one that has created this extremely dangerous alliance, especially uh, concerning, well, of course, you have Iran and North Korea in there, too, but it's China and Russia. And anything that goes wrong, like what's happened is, um, thank you for mentioning that about the, the uh, bank failures. Uh, he's already blaming Trump for this, and it's I, I've never... I've never seen anything like this. Um, I want to go back to uh, the the military. The, the recruitment and retention are at historic lows for good reason. As you mentioned, CRT, the experimental jab, and, and so on. It appears the Pentagon is focused on absurd things instead of military readiness and boosting morale. Uh, and uh, off-air, I shared with you that even though the mandate for the COVID experimental jab has been uh, dropped when it comes to the military, the Pentagon still plans to kick out 16,000 troops. Now, would you share what's going on and if this could drastically harm our national security if nothing changes? Yes. <clears throat> Audrey, I've just... Uh recently discussed with a friend of mine who's still serving great great man but this has even permeated the minds of our current day modern military leaders where they justify this and they said hey it's a it's a force protection issue it's a military readiness issue and i think most people that have moved on in this day and age uh who've not been jabbed realize that hey most healthy young people are surviving and when I brought up, hey, I have a good friend and his his son, United States Marine Major, was kicked out, literally, at 15 years. He was a pilot of an F-35 aircraft, the most advanced fifth-generation fighter that we have in the world, right before they were about ready to go on deployment, is he wouldn't take this jab. The American public, I believe... The reason our recruiting rates are so low, and let's let's be honest with ourselves. And I'm going to tell you some things that the military will not be clear with the American people, and this is, yeah. you know, false advertising. We are currently lowering the retention rates, and the Commandant of the Marine Corps right now, General Berger, has uh, written a few different articles. Some of them appeared in the Dallas Daily Fish Wrap down there, stating that, <laughs> you know, hey, we need to. 
ask all older generations of Americans to espouse and encourage, you know, military service. It, it keeps us from being divided in this modern day divided culture. Well, talk about dividing a culture. That's requiring a jab. Talk about dividing culture. That's shoving CRT down people's throats. Um, talk about dividing a culture. That is not allowing a book like A Few Bad Men to be released on military bases, which talks. Are you serious? Truth. I didn't know that. Yes, there's, they, they you know, oh my gosh. the book that I published that talked about how we were betrayed by the senior military leaders to include the former commandant of the Marine Corps, General Dunford, when he was a commandant before he got promoted to uh, his future post there at the chairman of Joint Chiefs of Staff. And, uh, you know, he told Senators McCaskill, Blunt, uh, Moran, and Roberts, as well as the late Congressman Walter Jones, he said nothing happened to any of these MARSOC 7 Marines. No adverse judicial or administrative action is what he put in an official letter, which I have copies of. He sent that in official correspondence, and trust me, Audrey, nothing leaves the commandant's office, a service chief of any service in the United States military, unless it gets past their general counsel. Um, and those lawyers are going to scrutinize every single word, especially if it's going to a member of Congress, let alone five members of Congress, let alone a member of the House and also a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee, to include at that time the the most, the longest serving member of the House Armed Service Committee. Right. You blatantly lie right. in 2015, and then four years later, the Department of the Navy comes out with a formal 12-page letter saying remove all the adverse information that was placed in Major Fred Galvin's uh, official military personnel file. And why am I saying this? Because the commandant, who was then later promoted and ascended to the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, he lied to multiple members of Congress in official correspondence. That's a felony offense. And if America, if you believe that these guys should get away, and what did General Dunford do between being the commandant and chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff? That's right. He was the International Security Assistance Force Commanding General in Afghanistan in charge yeah. of all forces, pushed the hearts and minds counterinsurgency. You know, he was a coin enthusiast. Uh, he pushed that, failed. There is no accountability. Now, let's just trust these military leaders because I'm sure they've all changed uh, when it comes to this jab, when it comes to these woke policies. Uh, these are the leaders who have betrayed America again and again. And America, here's my point. If you're focused on your money and you saw the roller coaster ride in the market today, stand by. Because when we were getting a few general officers rich over the last 20 years because of this parade over in Afghanistan that we shouldn't have been involved in that long, they're gearing up for something on a much grander scale, and that's going to be in the Straits of Taiwan, and that's going to be a very bloody and a very expensive war. And while we were over there in the Middle East with those forever wars, yeah. China went around the country and pinned, pinned a deal with 140 countries in their One Belt, One Road initiative and locked them into these deals that Al Capone couldn't even have brokered such better deals. So they've become client states of the People's Republic of China. And the Chinese Communist Party, those party officials control those countries. And they will, when we go to war and we can't get anything, 
because we've shifted all of our manufacturing and don't believe the lie that we can't manufacture here. We need to manufacture in the United States and not be totally dependent on them or it's game over. And your precious beloved children and your military or not your military, your retirement dollars are going to go down the drain and be destroyed on a much grander scale. I'm not painting some picture that is some fantasy. No. I'm telling you what will happen, and you have to dig to get your news. Don't rely on the magic square on your wall to to tell you any kind of truth. They're never going to paint this picture. America, we have to wake up. We have to vote these leaders out of office. I call them elected officials because I don't want to refer to them as leaders as well. But they have all failed. You know, this regulatory oversight that should have been going on with banks failed. And we're not holding our military leaders. We're not holding our elected officials accountable. And sending a signal by voting every single person out of their offices is what we need to do. And this change in our military, it has to happen. We cannot have these jellyfish leaders that have no backbone, not a single bone or spine in their bodies. That's that's what China and that's what Russia, you know, look at us and laugh when they realize they can just run all over us. There's all sorts of these close calls, incursions at sea in the South China Sea and just like we're seeing up uh, around uh, Alaska with these repetitive incursions between United States aircraft and Russian aircraft. This is not just a one-time deal. This is happening more and more over the past few years because we're considered weak. Yeah, and we didn't have this under Trump, did we? Nope. Uh, Actually, I spoke with a friend of mine. She's also a Marine senior leader in uh, Unfortunately, she's been brainwashed when she went to uh, the War College. Uh, very sad to see that, you know, the ridicule from the Naval War College was that, oh, it's so sad that Trump went over there. I just disagree. He shouldn't have gone to North Korea. Hey, anything that improves the security of the United States, the, the president of the United States is tasked with doing a few things. And one of them is to look out for the common defense right. and anything that removes a threat that is in our best interest. Uh, yeah. But now, yeah. North Korea realizes like we, we're a joke. Yeah, we're in a very dangerous position, and I don't know. Uh, it's only by God's grace that we will not be destroyed at this point. But uh, Fred, where can the listeners follow and support your excellent work? Listen to Commando Show 2.0 and order your new bestseller, A Few Bad Men. Where can they do all that? If they go on Amazon and type in A Few Bad Men, they'll be able to get the book or wherever books are sold. It has been sold out a few times. So uh, the foolproof way right now is on Amazon.com. It's been a bestseller uh, several times. Type in A Few Bad Men. You can get it on Audible, electronically on Kindle, or the hardback. Uh, America, I really encourage you to read this book and understand how deep the betrayal, how deliberately it was planned um, that they took 45 witnesses and continued to classify the testimony and push the media out every time they knew that there was a witness with the exculpatory information. We need to find out uh, why this happened and our leaders accountable. 
Yes, absolutely. And as always, I'll have those links to my after show, which is now on the live show page. Just go to AudreyRusso.com, click on the on-air button, and right under the show description, you'll find all the links and info that Fred just shared. Thanks so much, Fred, again, for sharing uh, your excellence, and especially uh, when, when it comes to what's going to happen in Taiwan, uh, these excellent assessments. Will you join us again on the show? Yes. Yes, and thank you so much for having me, Audrey. God bless you. Thank you. And until then, may God bless you, your work, and may God save America. Bye for now. I'm the author of American Betrayal and the Death of the Grown-Up. I blog at dianawest.net. And you've been listening to Audrey Russo on Real Talk. Thanks for listening to Real Talk with Audrey Russo. You can follow Audrey at her website, audreyrusso.com, where you can find the live show, archives, articles, and much more. She's also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Read her articles also at Liberty, Great Britain, and Barb Wire. Join us next time as Audrey exits stage right. This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk. Mojo Five-O.